Dude, ouch. Ouch. What happened just now? You're sitting on my bed with a ton of pillows. I don't know how you hurt yourself. Remember how I woke up this morning and you're like, how did you sleep? I was like, dude, I think I slept weird because my neck hurt. Yeah. It wasn't how I slept. It was that TikTok I made. (laughs) I literally, right now, I laid down for two seconds. I got up and I was like, I feel like I was in a car crash. Like my neck all the way down my back. I'm like all stiff. And it's because of my freaking TikTok where I was flipping around. You know how you feel when you come home like the next morning from like a really wild night dancing with your friends and stuff like that? I feel like that's you during quarantine. Yes. Every time you do TikTok, like dancing TikToks. (laughs) But you know what? (laughs) They have no idea what we're talking about. So we're going to have to prove it with the said TikTok so they can see what we're talking about. So I'm like laying in bed and I literally was laying there and I was like, dude, what the frick? Like I was considering... I need a new pillow. I really need to look into getting a new mattress. Like that's how bad I was hurting. I was like, this is not normal. Yeah. And then I was scrolling through my TikTok mm-hmm. and my one that I made yesterday pops up where it's what if you if you watch TikTok, you know, it's that Sophia the first song plays and people have been putting videos where it's like sing if you think the person's cute. So then all these pictures pop up of like different celebrities, different, like whatever. And then you like sing all dramatic when you think they're hot. Mm -hmm. So that's the one I did. But of course I took it like a thousand levels and I was like flipping my hair around and like jumping and whatever. And yeah, I'm not okay. Oh my God. It was, it was like a blur of red hair. Yeah, dude, (laughs) I was so into it. (laughs) It's really funny. It's really good video. So we'll definitely post it for you guys, but but I fully understand why you're achy right now. And I can't go get a massage. No, you can't do anything. (laughs) You need to go float. You need to go float in the pool. I need an ice bag. how we know when we're wrapping up the intro we we do it's funny because you guys listening probably don't hear it but like mark has heard it in the studio and then also so many times he edits this so he hears it it's funny because in the beginning we used to be more intentional about like okay we're gonna do a like starting piece whatever Mm -hmm. um but now it's kind of, and then we used to like talk in between, remember? Yeah. Like we'd stop and we'd talk to each other and be like, okay, are you ready? Like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And now it's just kind of like, we'll laugh and then we'll be like, huh. well, something, okay, so anyways. <laughs> something that me and Taryn have wanted from the very beginning was to have a very raw podcast. Yeah. Like we didn't want a lot of editing and we didn't want it like heavily produced. We just wanted it to feel like you're in a room with your girlfriends yeah. just chatting. Um, that was always our vision. That was always our plan. So with that comes those awkward moments when yeah. you transition or those weird pauses when you're trying to collect your thoughts, you know? Yeah. Um, obviously if I, if I need a second to gather yeah. myself, you know, like I'll, I'll say cut, but it's well, really just piecing those together. We really don't do any no. edits. And that's what's crazy is like so many people, because um, when we first were going to start, we were kind of like reaching out to people and saying like, oh, what's your advice? And a lot of people were like, well, don't be surprised if you have episodes where like you finish it and you're like, that was horrible. Like, let's we want to do it again. Film or not film. What's it called? <laughs> Record. <laughs> Record. <laughs> um, and we literally just fun fact. <laughs> I sound like I'm bragging, but like, I don't mean it like I that. Mean, but also like, but also like um, we've never restarted an episode. We've never trashed an episode. Um, we don't really like edit. 
it's only when, because we are reading people's stories, I feel like we both, like the times where we like, we'll be like, I, Mark, can I restart that? Is when we feel like we butchered your stories. Their, you know what I mean? Their story that they're trying to share. And especially when it's like serious and we're over here like, <laughs> like not saying <laughs> anything English. It's like, we'll be like, okay, let me restart because we don't want to take anything away from like the stories coming in. Yeah. So it's usually just that. Um, Never in my fun. life have I had trouble reading things like like this bad if you guys remember I don't know if anyone else has experienced this I know I'm not the only one but whenever you were in school specifically like middle school and high school you had to do like popcorn reading or you'd go in a circle I was that kid that would count and see like how many kids there were to find out exactly which paragraph I started so that I could read it beforehand so that I could mentally prepare myself for what I was about to say Oh my God. And it always freaking happened. Like freaking like Susie or whatever would get up and go to the bathroom. And then that means I had to go to the the paragraph above yep. and I would have a panic attack. Dude, so, it's horrible. Yeah. Cause you sound, even though like everyone messes up when you're reading. Right. And it has nothing to do with your intelligence no, whatsoever. Not at all. Um, You feel dumb. Yeah. Like you just <laughs> feel dumb. And especially cause like when people jumble words mm-hmm. or like, you know, like you, you mix up like the first letter of two words. You know what I'm talking about? I do that all the time. It's like, so it just sounds funny. So then people start giggling and then you start freaking out and you're trying extra hard to read, right? Which makes everything go wrong. It's just horrible. It's a bad cycle. It's it's so bad. And then we also like, we're very aware how annoying it can be when you're listening to a podcast that, um, just, keeps restarting or keeps struggling through yeah, a story. Yeah. Um, it It's really frustrating <laughs> to be that listener. So yeah. that's when I feel like we'll be like, okay, I'm going to say that again. Or if I, if I just keep messing up um, and I'm, they're trying to share their heart, especially with the yeah. like, serious ones then I'm like, Mark, yeah, I need to start from the, from yeah. the top of that like, again. I'm so sorry. When we're recording, we're like, Mark, from so the sorry. Top. <laughs> let me just restart that sentence. Um, Dude, I think this is totally side note, but it leads well into a tearing it up. Oh, love that. Or, or, or we can talk about our weeks. You can do not want to like rush us. <laughs> um, I think the most embarrassing word fumble I've ever had, and I might've said this already cause I'm having deja vu, but I have deja vu all the time. Um, I was leading worship and <laughs> it was a song that like the end, the last word of the sentence the first time around said heart and the second time around said fire. So I sang fart. <laughs> <laughs> and can everyone please picture this in like a pretty decent sized <laughs> church, like a lot of people that also does live streams oh. and records the <laughs> everything. I literally was like, I sang it and I like had my eyes closed because I was like worshiping and I was like, you did not just sing all for Jesus fart. I felt so dumb, but I was like, maybe no one heard it. I remember asking the worship pastor afterwards. I was like, did you hear me say fart? And he was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) He said, what? That's so good. Anywho, (sighs) how's your week before we get into tearing it up? It was great. And I'm going to tell you why literally a week ago, because we're recording this on a Friday about a week ago, about a week ago, (laughs) um, last Friday, um, I finally got my hair cut. Taryn finally got her hair cut. Yeah, we Alicia, did. well, Alicia wasn't a part of this. TK got her hair <laughs> yes. cut. Vanessa got it. We 
had a basically TK's hairstylist that mm-hmm. she's been going to for, I don't know, a year or two. Who she trusts who and she is in you know, contact with. Yeah. Which is such a such a crucial thing when it comes to hair. Like when you find your person, oh my gosh. You don't want to go anywhere else because they know every they know your hair okay. specifically. Question. How many times did you get like your makeup or hair done for like a formal or prom and you sat there going, I love it. And then you left and cried and had to yep. redo it. Um, did you do that too? Yep. Absolutely. Why is that a thing? I don't know. And I don't know what it is specifically with new people. Yeah. If I know the person and I'm comfortable with them, I'll tell them what I don't like something. Yeah. But with new people, when you should be picky and you should be telling them how you feel for whatever reason, I feel like I can't. Yeah. So they're like, Hey, I'm going to give you some layers here. Would you like that? I'd be like, sure. Even yeah, though I don't, like, I don't it. know. Like I don't do hair. I don't. And sometimes when you're getting your hair done, it looks weird. And then they do finalize fin- what <laughs> finishing touches, <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh you know. Yeah. But I don't know what it was when I was young. There were so many times I'd get in the car, and my mom would get so mad at me. And to her defense, she would sit there and be like, "Tara, do you like it? Like, do you like it? Do you like it? You need like to it? speak up. Like, if you know." So she tried with me, but I'm. I'm a two and I've always been so much more concerned about like, I never want to hurt anyone's feelings, even though these ladies like <laughs> could literally give a care if I was like, yeah. I don't like it, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's but, not personal to them. Yeah. But I would, without fail, I would get in the car and I'd start crying and my mom would be so frustrated because she's like, I just spent like 75, like $90 on like on this your hair. stuff and you're miserable and yeah. you're going to go home and just do it yourself. So that's one thing I'm like, dude, if I have a girl, I'm going to be like, look, <laughs> Either Listen. mama's going to do your hair or you better yeah. open that mouth. Yeah. Shoot. I don't it's, know why that's really a thing, rough. but every single girl, I feel like his like, oh yeah, I've done that. You yeah. Know? Even guys just like, there's a trust factor that comes into yeah. your hairstylist and you. Totally. Um, so that being said, we really uh, were excited that TK trusted this guy. He came over to our house and um, did all of our hair, had like a full work day. Oh, it was like a full day. And just to, you know, all you negative Nancy's, we know it's quarantine and that's Uh why we were too nervous to go anywhere. We took all the precautions, made sure everything was safe, Mm -hmm. but that's why it was so cool is cause like, I mean, I felt so bad. We kept offering him like snacks and drinks. (laughs) He was literally here all day. All day. He had a little lunch break. Like color cuts, like everything for like four of us. So, (laughs) um, but I, (laughs) this sounds so sad. He was like, um, blow drying my hair and just kind of like, you know, they like rub around your head. And I was like, physical touch. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. I was like, I'm getting way more out of this than you probably yeah. are comfortable with. It was like the the closest thing to a massage you've ever had in your yeah, life. Or just like, like wait. a guy touching me. I was like, <laughs> that too. Hi. Oh my God. Anyways, um, he cut my hair and I feel like a goddess now. Like I, I didn't even realize, I mean, through all of quarantine, I feel like the more people I've been talking to about all this, everyone's doing the same thing. I haven't been doing heat to my hair. I've been doing hair masks weekly. I've been doing face masks weekly. I haven't been doing my hair. I've just been letting it air dry. So for someone to not only cut it, but also style it and blow dry it and everything, Uh I stood up and looked in the mirror and was like, I look good. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't felt that pretty since quarantine started. Yeah. And I, it, I mean, holy crap, guys. I, it's so, it's so worth it. So it's, yeah, it definitely I mean, obviously is. we all have to be careful and do whatever you're comfortable with. However, 
uh, I would look into seeing what your options are because yeah. I felt great afterwards. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I de- my next thing is I heard there's like nail salons that are opening that are mm-hmm. like literally you're sitting in a plastic cage. Like Let's they go this have, weekend. yeah. So stuff like that where it's like, okay, you obviously spent a lot of money and resources to like come up with a solution. I'm I'm a little bit more trusting. Like obviously, I'm still gonna like wash everything and you know what I mean yeah, but not touch my face um, and keep my mask on but, yeah, but like oh my god my nails Ugh, same I've I'm never, having a hard time just a little background story one of the reasons Taryn and I really clicked when we first <laughs> met was because we both took our nail care very seriously oh my gosh we're yes. both very meticulous about yes. it and um both of us just started getting our nails done together um, towards the very beginning of our friendship. And yeah. that's when I knew I was like, oh, she gets me. It's to the point where like, if you come, there's been times where like you've come home and I look at your nails and I'm like, you get your nails done? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, but like- <laughs> it was last minute and you were busy, you were out of town and like I had to, you and I'm here. like, how do you? She gets all offended. Yeah. It's such a true thing. We love getting our nails done. When did it start for you? Cause I know we've, we've talked about this before. Cause people are like, it's not a bougie thing. Like, no, that's, that's what I want to be clear. Like I'm probably the farthest from like a girly girl you could ever meet, but it's, I think it started with my mom started taking me to get manicures when I was really young mm-hmm. and it was like our thing. So it was tied to like, like joyful times with my mom. And then when I got older and I started going with friends, it's always been just like a fun thing. Also, I am a little bit OCD. So like when my nails are not all even and perfect and like all covered in paint, I will fixate on it. So those are like my reasons. Yeah. Not that anyone cares, but <laughs> please share. <Ash. laughs> They're like, can you get to our stories? Please? I know. Uh, I'll wrap this up really quickly. I never got my nails done growing up. I painted them myself and I got really good at it. Mm-hmm. And then when I started working, Um, a girlfriend of mine got hers done all the time. So I started going and it was always, that was like back in, back when I used to go like right into like, I think my senior year of high school, Uh college, like when I, when I got my first job and I was starting to make my own money, um, that's when everyone was doing like acrylics. Yeah. 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 And I hated acrylics. They hurt. I hated them. They, I couldn't do anything. I typed like the job that I was at. I was on the computer uh all the time. I couldn't type. Um, and it, everything just got in the way and my nails have always grown really fast. So I felt like I would pay all this money to get these fake nails. And then within a week and a half, they, yeah, they look horrible. Gross. Yeah. Um, so when the whole gel polish came out, I was on board. Yeah. And at, basically ever since gel polish came out, like, a, like out here and it was like a thing and everyone was like, Oh, have you tried gel polish? I've been doing it every two weeks. Yeah. Since, uh, since that happened. Since the dawn of time. Yeah. Um, I don't pay for my hair. I usually get my hair done like twice a year. Yeah. Maybe I don't spend that much money on clothes or makeup really. Yeah. Um, nails is my only thing. It's the yeah. only thing that I spend like thing. probably too much money on, but I don't care. Cause That's it's me. me. Nails and Anyways, massage, man. We digress from- <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously we're fine. We're okay guys. But we're a little bit <laughs> missing. I just, I feel like you know what? I think I want to go buy some new nail polish and do my Girl, nails today. something, man. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm going to start with... Yes, please. If it's okay with you. A oh, tearing it up. Take it away, Taryn. I think this is a tearing it up. This is a story where it's like, you know, there's sentences in your life that you're like, I can't believe I can say this sentence 
honestly. <laughs> my top is that I sat on a cake for sure. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a fact about myself that, you know, <laughs> it happens. For those of you that don't know what a tearing it up is, tearing it up is a segment that we have in our podcast. This is like a nice, fun, embarrassing story. Um, at some point our podcast started talking about more serious stuff mm-hmm. and Taryn and I decided, um, uh, in an effort to keep things a little more lighthearted that we were, we would always add something funny yeah. into the mix. Taryn has a lot of embarrassing stories in her life and yep. that is why it is titled tearing it up. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Ash. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So this is titled dog poop was thrown at my face. It's a sentence. It's disgusting. Everyone, everyone right now, just in your day, just think about a sentence that you can say that you're like, I can't believe this is like an accurate thing. Yeah. Ash, you think of one too. Okay. By the end of the episode, I mean, still listen to me, but like, think about well, it. I can't, you, how do I do that? I don't know. I actually, okay. Wait, so I don't what know. do I have to do? Like, think of a sentence that you can say that you're like, that's so embarrassing that I can say that about myself. About myself. Yeah. Like me saying I sat on a cake one time. Got it. Okay. That's embarrassing, but it's true. I will work on that. Okay. Uh, Can I say her name? Yes. Okay. Hi, I'm Allison. You can totally use my name. (laughs) Oh, there it is. Um, I am an 11 year old from Indiana. 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 TK's in Indiana right Gosh, now. We have a roommate who uh, is from Indiana and I kid you not. It's like when you are in the market for a car and you find the car that you want and then all of a sudden yes, you see that car everywhere. See. Ever since I met TK, all I hear about yep. is Indiana. Yep. It's in movies. It's in people that I meet. They're from Indiana or they went to school in Indiana. Um, yep. I, nonstop. I'm hearing about it nonstop and it's weird. She also has like the most like hometown pride of anyone I've ever met. Mm-hmm. So it's like anything Indiana that comes. Oh my gosh. I just hiccup so hard. Did you see that? <laughs> like threw my body back. <laughs> she convulsed. <laughs> weird. Um, if <laughs> I'm, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm distracted. Anyways. Okay. Um, I was spending the night at my cousin slash best friend Lex's house. It was like 10 in the morning and we were still sleeping. My cousin had just gotten a dog and it was not potty trained yet. Lex's older sister, AKA my older cousin was getting ready to go to work and the dog had pooped in her room. That's the worst. She screams for Lex to pick up the poop in her room and Lex screamed no. So Kaylee, Lex's oldest sister, picks up the poop with a paper towel and sets it in her bed. <gasps> I was Whoa, that's a I'm ballsy just picturing, move. Yeah. Anyway, so if you have like a sibling that you've like frequently fought with, you're hearing this like, oh, like imagining what I would do. Yeah. Um I was half awake on the floor. Lex takes the poop and paper towel and lays it at Kaylee's feet. This goes on a while and eventually they are throwing the dog do <laughs> dog at each other while I am watching from my cozy little corner on the floor. Lex throws it at Kaylee and runs to her bed and puts her covers over her. Kaylee now very mad as she is late for her shift storms into Lex's room and throws it at her. Lex dodges it and it hits her covers and goes flying at me. <laughs> the poop hits me on the nose. Oh my God. <laughs> this is the best. This is the best ending. And oddly enough, that isn't the first time poop has been on my face at her house. <laughs> the last time it was cat poop on my lip. <laughs> so that is my story, by the way. Love you guys so much. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>
I love how she wrote that. I was dying. It's just like, oh, by the way, this has happened before. On my lip. She doesn't even tell us how it happened. I know. Oh, that was good. Dude, that's an epic sibling fight. That's the thing, like, when you really are in it, like, no one would willingly pick up poop and throw it, right? Absolutely like, that's not, not some, that's not a sentence you would say about no, yourself I don't that you've ever done. No, I don't touch it. No. No. But when... Your sibling, like when you're in it, like heated in it, like you'll do anything to like Uh annihilate them. Yes. It's done to the death. 100%. Did you and Alicia ever like physically fight? No. She hit me (sighs) once. She hit me once. I beat her. (laughs) She's going to be pissed I'm saying this. (laughs) I beat her in a game of Mario Kart. Of course. (laughs) And uh, she, for whatever reason, dominates me. In video games. Yeah. My whole life. I don't know what it is. She's really good at it. Any game you put in front of her, she picks it up really quick. And I always lose. She feeds off of it. Yeah. Oh, like she, she loves being good and then secretly just like smirking and watching you be like a struggle so hard. Yeah. yeah. So there is one race, (laughs) literally one (laughs) in our childhood that I, I beat her really good at. And I usually am not the gloating type, but mm-hmm. when you finally beat your little sister, oh, who yeah. constantly annoys you and beats you all the time, I was on cloud nine. I was screaming. I was yelling. I was rubbing it in her face. And she smacked me so hard on my chest. Oh, <laughs> it really? sounds so weird. <laughs> we were sitting like, like pretzel style yeah. in front of the TV right next to each other. So she wasn't in like a, in a, a good place to like slap yeah me yeah so all she does is she takes her left hand because I was sitting on her left hand side and she throws it back like this so she like backhanded your chest backhanded my my chest and broke the necklace I was wearing (gasps) that's how hard it was oh my god she immediately starts crying and apologizing I think it scared her (laughs) yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. I don't think she was she realized like what was about to happen and I immediately start crying and my mom and dad saw the whole thing. She was in so much trouble, but that's the only physical thing that's ever happened yeah. between us. But it is different with sisters, um, specifically yeah. us, because we're just more, ch- uh, we have chiller personalities. Every fight we ever had was very mental and very like backstabbing words and very yeah. passive aggressive. Like Ooh. it's not punch and done. It's like, how can I in the meanest, slyest way, tell you you're being a bitch yeah yeah yeah. you know yeah. how do I get you back and t- to where you you sit there and you go oh, that was rude you know yeah, like yeah, you have yeah. to think about it it's so weird see that's yeah I'm I definitely I can be that way where I'm like I will hurt you with words mm-hmm. but with brothers it's like you it's like it is really true like guys just like physically fight and then they move on and yeah. they're fine and that's from a young age because me and Brett are less than two years apart. So mm-hmm. like we were always together. We definitely like butted heads growing up. Um, Which is Ryan? funny because you guys really click now. I feel like. Oh yeah. My brothers like are my freaking everything. I love them to death. But growing up we were very, I think because like I was emotional and he wasn't like, yeah. it was just a hard dynamic. Yeah. Makes sense. But yeah, I remember a couple fights that started like that, like where I would just react and like smack him and then he would get this look in his eye and then I'd just be like mom and like run and then we just end up like hitting each other but yeah we still are pretty like physical with each other um more in like joking like where we'll just like slap each other or like chase each other if I'm like I did something 
annoying. And yeah. Ryan's like, I'm going to attack you. <laughs> Should we get into it? Yes. Um, okay. I can start with mine. Oh, sure. Um, I have it all up, so <laughs> I'm ready. She's to, like, to, um, like, I'm dive ready, into and it. you're clearly not. So, okay. My story today is from Anonymous, and it is titled "Trouble in My Twenties: Navigating the Life of a Young Introverted Entrepreneur." Ooh, right. I was like, ooh, this sounds interesting remember when we were in our 20s uh <laughs> good times oh, RIP. honestly loved my 20s would do it too. all over again the exact same way all right so she begins hey ashley and taryn hey girl hi first of all i love your podcast it's the only reason why i look forward to mondays and it's probably also the only reason i lasted so long at my last job so, what I mean, like I, I kind of get that. I was like, that's pretty cool. When I've had, like, when I found a podcast that, like, really drew me in. Yeah. I listened to it 24-7. So if oh, I, I had a job where I could listen to it while I was working, yeah, I that'd be that. the ticket. Or I would get no work done. I don't know. It depends on. Sometimes yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. She continues. I really hope you pick this letter because I could use some guidance. I don't have a big sister to ask. And although my mom and I are very close, she's still my mom. And sometimes her advice is hard to accept when I'm 23 and haven't really gained the life experience like she has. Hopefully that makes I, sense. I love that. I love that too. We're like her big sis. I love that. It's like <laughs> we're all here in a room talking about you. Okay. Love it. Here's some background. So I graduated college a year ago with a bachelor's degree kind of bumped around life looking for what I wanted to do and making a lot of mistakes along the way. Don't get me wrong. The mis these mistakes made me the person that I am today, which I am extremely proud of myself. I started my own business using knowledge from my degree and also learning a lot on my own. I met an amazing guy who makes me proud to be his girlfriend and made me want to be a better person every day. Oh my gosh. I love that. Love that for you. I started exercising and really trying to treat my body with more love I love the life that I have today. I have been having a lot of trouble as of late with some general life issues. I have a few friends in the close vicinity of me. A few months ago, I had to cut out my toxic best friendship. Oof. Although she was not close to me in distance, we talked every single day constantly. I miss her, but I learned it was for the best. I would love to find a new friend, but it's not like it was in the good old days where you can just walk up oh my gosh, so <laughs> to true. someone and ask for them to be your best friend, you know? I also spend most of my time thinking about the business, adding more, learning more, making it more successful. So do you have any advice for a 23-year-old introvert looking for a best friend while running a business and trying to build a life? If it helps, I'm an Enneagram 6. Ooh. The other problem is an ex of mine is for whatever reason, <laughs> reason, trying to cause issues. Understand, I haven't had any contact with him, but he's tweeting things about me and the business without actually putting my name on it. Subtweeting, I think is what it's called. And it drives me crazy when people do this. I think it's the action of a coward. I completely agree with that. Yeah, fully. Um, I don't understand the purpose of his starting issues because he has a girlfriend. Anyway, I don't care what he thinks at all, but still stings when people put you down. I know that I'm dating an amazing guy and this ex only reinforces the fact that I am so lucky I got out of that unhealthy relationship. How do I handle hate 
I guess is my question. How do I handle the anger that comes with people making comments towards me and my business? To me, it's like someone insulting me and my kid, you know? The business is my child and all I want to do is go on the defensive side, but I can't. How do you handle an ex that just won't let go of the past? I really, really hope you pick my email. Thank you so much for everything you guys do. Love you, Anonymous. Ooh, that's like a twofold one. It's a twofold one. Yeah. So first of all, she's 23 and she has her own company. Yeah, I, girl. Bravo. <laughs> You're freaking killing it. Look at you go. That is incredible. That's such, such a young age. I know. Um, And that just makes me pumped for you because clearly you've got an exciting future ahead of you. Well, yeah. I mean, I can't even, if I even wanted to start a business, I wouldn't even know like where to start whatsoever. So it's so cool that, that people can do that. Like mm -hmm. that's like a total like skill and gift that you've been given. So that's awesome. Yeah. I think it's incredible. And, um, as far as the friendship stuff goes, this is kind of a sucky time yeah. to be struggling and wanting new friends. Yeah. Um, this whole year sucks for everyone, but specifically, um, when it comes to relationships, I feel like everyone is either doing really well yeah. or not, or not doing well. Yeah. You know, it's either, it's one of the extremes. Um, so trying to find new friends right now is, is definitely going to be hard. Yeah. And it's going to require a lot more work than you're probably wanting to put into it. Um, so with the breast, so with, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I said breast. <laughs> so with, with the, damn it. <laughs> with the best friend situation, I think what you need to do is um, find friends. And this will take time because of just the situation that our world is in right now. But find friends that are also doing work first, mm -hmm. like prioritizing their career. Um, I think it's really important and I, I think we kind of don't think about it, but whatever we prioritize or whatever our goals are, it's so important to have people that have like-minded goals oh, it's so and like-minded beliefs and mm -hmm. core values. Um, it's, it's important in a marriage. It's important in a relationship like you and your boyfriend. It's also important in friendships. I don't think it's necessary. I think you should have friends that do all kinds of things that, yeah. that challenge you and have different thoughts. But I think when it comes to a really close person in your life, like a, like a, um, relationship with a, you know, your boyfriend or girlfriend or a best friendship. I think having core values is really important. Mm -hmm. Um, at the age you're at, I also lost a friend around that time. And looking back now, it just became so apparent that it was like, we were both headed in very different directions. Yeah. It had nothing to do with her. It had nothing to do with me. Um, but we wanted different things out of life. Yeah. And I think that's one of those ages where it just, you start to really realize like, Hey, here's, here's where my life could go. Do I want to stay here and do this? Or do I want to head this way? Yeah. It's, it's a really like interesting balance of either it is like a childhood friend that either there's a foundation there that is strong enough to overpower the fact that you don't have anything in common anymore. I have friendships like that for sure. Or like you said, like, I think when you get older, it's, it feels more awkward to like reach out and make friends. But in reality, like it isn't, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I've had friends that have straight up like DM someone on Instagram and been like, Oh my God, like, 
you, I love like your style. Like you seem like such a cool person. Like we should totally like hang out and they've started a friendship that way. Mm -hmm. So like when you do get older, it's less weird. Like there's been people I've just met in life that are like, Hey, like, Oh my God. Like I've been like wanting to like reach out and like have more friendships. Like we should get coffee. And I'm like, okay, like that's cool. You know, Mm -hmm. also like me and Ash met kind of around that age. How old were we? No, I was 25. Yeah, I think. Um, but like in that vicinity, like twenties. Yeah. And it was literally just like a, we met at church. Like we got lunch after playing somewhere and then we just like, kind of like hit it off. And so it's don't stress too much because I think relationships just form naturally. Like when you kind of least expect it, but also it's okay to like reach out to people too and just say like, Hey, I see that you like started a business. Like I actually just started a business. Um, and just like start conversations organically, you know? So, um, that would be my thing. Like find platforms, find groups. Obviously again, it's hard in this time, but I wouldn't be afraid to like start just like reaching out, like maybe follow a couple girls that you're like, Oh, they seem like cool. And, And, you know, like they live in my area, they're into the stuff I am. And I don't think it's weird to like reach out. I don't think it's weird at all. No. And I think what you'll see if you do, if and when you do, um, is that they are wanting the same thing. Yeah. Um, The older I get, the more I realize that whenever I do reach out towards people, um, they appreciate it so much and then they reciprocate it if they want like a friendship out of it. Yeah. And then, I mean, I just got... Uh, I just went on a morning hike with a friend of mine who went out of her way when she moved out to LA um, to make friends because she didn't have friends. Yeah. And I remember her being like, Hey, like I, I, I didn't, I didn't even know her. I knew her through a mutual acquaintance. And she was like, Hey, my friend said you lived out here. I'd love to get coffee sometime. I don't know anyone. Yeah. Um, you know, just finding my footing out here. Um, and I was like, Oh, absolutely. Like I'd love to. Yeah. Um, and we're still friends a few years later. Yeah. 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 And, um, and she, she was very open about saying, Hey, like, I don't know anyone out here. I don't have any friends out here and I'd love to hang out with you. Yeah, no, I love that. And it was so open and transparent. And I was like, I would love that too. That'd be great. You know? So she became like a really close friend that we, I I don't see all the time, but I I see a lot and we talk constantly. Yeah. So, um, I think you can be bold. I think people would appreciate you being bold. No, I totally agree. I think think you definitely should. I think it'd be refreshing for you to just open up and and say almost straightforward exactly what you're looking for, you know? Um, as far as the guy. Ugh, exes. <laughs> ew. Uh, the subtweeting thing um, is cowardly and um, very, like, passive of him for him to not even, like, really Who, like, put your name tweets? on there. Yeah, like, get over yourself. So, like, that's so annoying. Without knowing exactly what the tweet said um, about you, it's hard to guess like where this hatred's coming from. The only thing I could think of is if he's with a girlfriend and he's happy and you're with a guy and you're happy, then he must be jealous of something. Um, yeah, probably the career, the business that you've, you know, created for yourself. Um, you know, again, it's hard to know without reading the tweets, but, um, he sounds unstable and he sounds, um, weirdly attached to you still. So I would, I mean, 
me being the passive nine that I am, <laughs> I would just block and, and not respond. But, um, I mean, you could also, if you are a more, um, outgoing person, you could also send him an email and be like, Hey, I don't appreciate this. This is not necessary. If you have something to say, like say it to my face, but you know, yeah, what you're doing is, is so immature. <laughs> so if you have something, tell me, but you don't have to do this. You know, you should just find an article about a case that was won by someone who sued someone for slander <laughs> and just, and email, just, it to just him. email him that and be like, <laughs> hope you have a great day. <laughs> hey, just wanted to give you a heads up that this happened. <laughs> the difference of our approaches. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'll sue you. I'll sue no, you. Yeah. Obviously, like, I mean, obviously he's still holding on to something. So you know, the answer we want to say is just to ignore him, but yeah. obviously that's easier said than done. But it, it is different when he's coming after your brand, your company yeah, that you've that's, created that's as well. So that's dumb. a different thing. That's not him just, you yeah. know, sliding in and, and causing drama. That's him coming after you. Yeah. Also career. like anybody who hears him is probably like, what is he even talking about? You know what I mean? Like, so that's 100%. It's so dumb. Um, it's a exes are such a hard thing. And, and I always feel so bad. I think with what me and Ash do, like our podcast, you know, like we're constantly sharing a lot about ourselves because it's like a give and take thing. Like you guys are always sending in personal stories. So we try to do a good job of like sharing our personal lives too. So it's like, you know, like that trust, like relationship. Um, but a lot of times stories are sent in of problems in relationships right so like yeah. the stuff that we have to offer up is like the negative things that came in our lives yeah and so I sometimes feel like guilty or bad because I'm constantly talking about like things that were unhealthy in my relationships or whatever um and there's been times where even I've been like oh like if he ever listened to this podcast like he would probably be so bummed that I'm like constantly talking about these certain things yeah. when in reality there was a lot of good that was in that relationship too it's just not relevant sometimes to like the stories, the stories. and things we're sharing the difference is I I'm sharing my side of things that happen I'm not airing any of like personal details or attacking him in any way because no matter what has happened like he was someone that like I loved and I still to this day, like don't wish any harm on him. And if I ever saw him would be like completely cordial because we both moved on and knew like it was best for us not to be with each other, you it's know, like beneficial. To yeah. Like be I also had a lot of fault in that relationship too. Like it wasn't just him. So that is something where it's like, I think if it's, if you're in a healthy place, you've moved on, you don't wish this person any harm and you're mature enough to be in that place, you're not going to be tweeting random things. You know what I mean? Like yeah. even like even me sharing stuff, there's a purpose to it because of the platform of the podcast, but I would never be going online and just like, oh, I remember when my ex blah, 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 or like attacking him and where he is in his life now. Like there's there's no reason for me to do that unless I had some attachment still to him or some bitterness still towards him. So yeah. I think what he's doing is very clearly stating that he's not over the relationship or he's hanging on to some type of like Hurt contentment towards you. Yeah. So, I mean, you can always take that approach of 
if you feel like you need to address it, just being like, hey, I don't really understand the need for you saying these things. So I just wanted to check in, like, is there something like you're angry about? Is there something you'd like to talk about? Um, But I think it's also okay for you to just, like Ash said, just like, block him out of sight, out of mind, move on with your life because he's just throwing like a tantrum basically. Mm-hmm. It sounds like to me anyways. Yeah. Um, so congrats on getting out of that relationship. Yeah. Like how, <laughs> like what, like what man is going to go on Twitter and like talk crap? Like that's so dumb. It's just, it's beneath the character you thought they had. Yeah. And his poor girlfriend, like if I was dating someone and he was tweeting about his ex, I'd be like, um, I'd be pissed. I'd be gone so fast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, congratulations on getting out of that. Yeah. Um, he clearly has some stuff he has to deal with still. And I'm so happy that you're happy with your guy and your, you know, business is booming. Like that's, that's so many things to be grateful for. How old Um, is she? She's 23. Oh girl, get ready. Mm. Those are the best years. Like, like coming into like 25, 26, like those are awesome. So you're, you're already set up for such a cool life. So I would just be proactive and take moments, create healthy boundaries. But I think you're going to literally like soar. It's going to be great. Yeah. And he's clearly being a hater, but I mean, haters are part of life. Haters gonna hate. Haters make you famous. Drinking that hatering. <laughs> I'm trying to think of every hater quote I've I ever heard. Um, I mean, haters are just a part of life. And I think what you can do, um, it sounds like you're this type of person already, is I would use that to propel you forward um, yeah. and make sure that you don't let it drag you down because um, they clearly have hurt in their lives that they need to deal with. And you're beyond that. You're past that. Yeah. You have so much ahead of you. So keep moving forward yes and fo- i wouldn't even give him the time of day i would focus on friendships yeah oh my gosh fully go make those girlfriends that'll be great fully love that okay all right so this one was titled the marriage pact i made as a teenager whoa oh no whoa. Ballsy. I always wanted to have someone to do that with. (laughs) I don't think I have one. I don't have one. Like if we're 40 and not married. (sighs) Dang. (laughs) (laughs) 10 years from now. I'm like, shoot. I I should find someone now is what I should do. I know. Because to be honest, like, well, we'll get into that later. But like if you're too young and you're like, oh, I'll do it when I'm 30. I'm like, well, shit, now I'm 30. (laughs) So maybe I'll like find someone now because I feel like 40 is along more along the lines like yeah. hey, we could we could be partners we could yes. do this you know I feel anyways like, okay let's get into the story hey Ashley and Taryn so sorry if I spelled anything wrong it's fine <laughs> I'm so used to my name being spelled wrong you mean Karen Ashley oh, no. <laughs> um I would like to remain anonymous or you can come up with a name for me we'll just leave you anonymous I feel like every time we say anonymous it's like its own character anonymous is its own character yeah. it's its own person yeah So I want to begin with saying that I love you both and your podcast is amazing. Stop it. Too kind. I know. This is my story. Let's start from the beginning. When I was 13, I had one of my very close friends over. The whole thing started by me telling him the results of a kiss, marry, kill game. I don't know why. (laughs) I like, I don't like that game. Because I, 
I get it. It's I hard. don't like killing someone. Yeah. Well, that's a good Even sign. Even mentally. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm just like, just because I don't want to kiss or marry you, like, you don't deserve to die. Yeah. <laughs> that's on me, bro. That's on yeah. me. Okay. <laughs> and okay. That's on period. <laughs> and that's on period. I... I had said, marry him, and he had said, me as well. We got to talking, and we basically planned our entire life together. So then we made the pact. The pact was that if neither of us were in a relationship by 22, we would marry each other. Which, by the way... That's way too young to put that. That does sound very young, but also, like, I've known plenty of people that have gotten married that young. Yeah. And are extremely happy, and... Yeah, me too thrived so I mean, when you know you know i just <laughs> yeah. haven't had that feeling we just <laughs> don't know um fast forward a couple of years we're both 22 neither of us were in a relationship and i had just graduated from harvard with a degree in psychology okay, okay harvard okay girl okay harvard. <laughs> she knows she knows what she's doing okay i guess i don't i don't question anything <laughs> now i'm like oh that's fine you're fine get married <laughs> you're so smart you're smart <laughs> He called me and asked me to meet up, and we did. I couldn't believe that he had remembered our pact. So, long story short, we are engaged. Oh, I know. She totally see. I'm like, girl, I need the meat. Like, I want to know how this happened. Can we contact her? Maybe we should. We have never done. We have never like straight up emailed someone and been like, hey, can we get more details? We should do that. Like, we haven't. Like when I read this, I obviously at that part was like, I want to know more. I should have reached out. Like, did they date for a while first? Did they just know. jump into the engagement? I don't know. Did he like pursue her in any way or was, was it, it like, like, oh, this is a joke. And then they were like, oh my gosh, I actually caught oh, there's feeling. There's so many, there's I, so many possible options. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. Um, so what did she say? Oh, so long story short, we're engaged and we are literally made for each other. We agree on, we agree and have so much in common, but we also can fight and get over it, which I think is good. That's good. I, it's a healthy balance. Think, yeah. Relationships that don't fight leave me with questions. I always am like, okay, but like, how do you really? not fight? And me being the non-confrontational person is still like, how do you not yeah. fight? Yeah, no, totally. I love fighting. I don't, but I do it. It's exciting. <laughs> it happens. It's natural. Um, uh, he understands me and I understand him. The only problem is that my parents don't approve of the engagement. They don't think that we really love each other and they think that we are rushing into it. But I love him and I know that if they could just understand, they would accept my decision. What should I do? Am I making a bad decision? I really hope you read this. And if you've made it this far, thank you. And I hope you can give me some advice. Love, Anonymous. Wow. And that's the tea. And that is the tea. I Uh, freaking like, well, okay. So there's different parts to this. First of all, I don't think that we can really address if you're making a mistake because we don't know enough. We would have to know so much more. So for example, did you date at all or did you jump right into this? Yes. That's a big question in my head. Yes. Um, I do think if you're meant to be with a person, there's no rush. It shouldn't feel rushed. Right. So I, I think that, um, you know, I've seen people that are like, oh, I know I want to marry him. And so they rush the whole marriage and they miss out on just the dating part, which I think getting to learn about each other part. Yeah. Yes. So 
I would say like if you guys literally just met up and were like, oh, remember the pact, let's get married and then just went for it, then maybe I would say, well, what's the harm in like, I mean, you are young. 22 is young. So what's the harm in like being like, hey, like, yes, I do want to marry you, but like, let's just date a year. Like, let's have fun. Let's date. Let's get to know each other in this way because it sounds like you've had time apart. Um, just graduated Harvard. You have clearly a lot going on for you. Good future ahead of you probably. Yes. So it's like, oh, it's interesting. You want to jump straight into marriage first. Yeah. There is, and and that's fine. Like with some people, that's fine. Like they're Mm -hmm. like, well, I knew and why would I wait? Like I just wanted to get married. But I would say, I would just take into consideration like, well, have we actually like dated? Have we experienced just what it's like to date each other? You do change a lot in the years you're about to approach. So I definitely wouldn't rush it. But if you guys have been dating for a while, you obviously knew each other because you were best friends before and it feels right, then like by all means, like you know yourself, like Mm -hmm. you know what's good for you. Um, The parents thing is hard because that would be like earth shattering for me if my parents didn't like someone I was going to be engaged with. So I would consider that into something too of sitting with them and really breaking down like okay I understand that this feels foreign and weird but like um I don't know like sit with them and like explain it to them have them like be like ask me questions like let's sit and talk about it and maybe if you're able to like sit and present it in a certain way and like answer their questions or doubts um maybe they can get on board but I think ultimately like we kind of come to a place when we get older of like, it is our life and we have to like be okay with that. But also if your relationship with your parents is very important, then I think it deserves taking time to like try to win them over to it. Absolutely. Um, just to throw it on top of what Taryn already said, cause I agree with her. Um, I think, I think it's really important to pay attention to the close people in your life and, and hear their opinions when you're dating someone. Yes. I think that it you're your own person. You're obviously old enough to make your own decisions. But I do think being in love, especially like falling in love quickly, can kind of blind you to uh, things that you're just not looking for. Yeah. Because you're so happy, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. And that's such a great place to be in. Um, but when you're in that place... I, I think you just you just simply skip over some things because you're just too joyful to even think about yeah. it. But the people in your life, like your siblings, like your parents or aunts and uncles or best friends, they're the ones that are going to see those things. And as a best friend or a parent or a family member or whatever, it is their job to tell you. Yeah. It is literally their duty yeah. <laughs> as um, being that that person in your life to be like, hey, this is a red flag. You mm-hmm. need to look at it. Um, I was in a relationship for a while. This was a long time ago and I was obsessed and I was like, we weren't engaged, but we were very serious. And my sister and my parents both didn't all, none of them liked them. Oh gosh, that's so hard. And it irked me and it annoyed me, but I didn't care. I was like, no, like this guy's great. Yeah. I found a keeper. I'm, this is, this is happening. <sighs> Eventually, um, 
I like the, the love part kind of calmed down. I wasn't out of love with him, but I, it calmed down enough for me to be the like, infatuation. I was like, why do they not like him? And then the more that I like talked to them about it, the more I understood their side. And then eventually I ended up breaking it up with him because I understood their side so much better. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a good marriage. Like it wouldn't work out well for both yeah. of us. I'm saving us heartbreak <laughs> and you know, who knows how many years of like, you know, emotional ties together, um, by ending it now. Yeah. So I'm not saying that that's going to happen to you, but I'm saying that my parents and my sister saw something that I couldn't see at that time. Yeah. So I do think it's important to start an open and honest conversation with your parents so that you can present your side and they can mm -hmm. fully understand where you're coming from but so that you can also be open to hearing where they're coming from. Yeah. Because if they're saying something, they're genuinely concerned. They don't want you to be unhappy or break things up. They just want you to have a happy, healthy life. Yeah. So you need to have that conversation with your parents. Yeah, I no, totally. I think that's where I fell um, into that trap of like wanting to protect the image of my relationship. Yeah. So I didn't talk about the bad stuff to like, mm -hmm friends or family or even the stuff that I was just confused of like wait is this normal like I've never funny? been in a relationship so I don't know like is this how it's supposed to be like yeah I didn't talk to anyone because I wanted people to like him like Isn't I didn't it want funny how like protective you get over oh my them? gosh especially like even me. when they're doing the worst stuff possible yeah. you're still protecting them it's yeah weird no like I said earlier even to this day every time I tell like something that was like a bad story I immediately am like oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. let me tell a good story now. Cause like he was amazing in a lot of ways. So it's, it's amazing how you, you just like have that urge to like protect their image and how people see them. So I think I can like relate to that for sure. But, um, but it is important, like Ash was saying to like, just voice things and to hear what people have to say at the end of the day, like you make your own decision, mm -hmm. but you know, if you have a healthy relationship with your parents and they're people that you respect their judgment and things like that, then I think it's worth just like hearing what they have to say and talking to him about it too. And just being like, Hey, like, you know, maybe we are kind of going a little fast. Like, are you cool if we have like a year engagement, you know? And like, let's just the first like Stretch six months, Take like, your time. yeah, let's just date the first six months and like have fun with that. And then we can start planning. But, um, yeah, I would definitely listen to what they have to say, but you know, you know yourself too. I know so many people, so many couples that had extremely long engagements, like over a year, um, because they knew they had stuff to work through. They had stuff they wanted to finish first. A lot of them were going through school. Yeah. A lot of them were completing their masters or something that they said, I, I listen, I love you. I know I'm going to marry you, but I, I have some things I want to finish first. Yeah. So they got engaged and they stayed engaged up until they finished their, they completed their tasks, they met their goals, and mm -hmm. then they got married. Yeah. And I remember thinking, I was like, that's brilliant. Because if you know, you know. Yeah. You know? And it's like, okay, you found your person. Good for you. Put a ring on it. I get that. Like, that's incredible. I yeah. would want to do the same thing. Um, But yeah, maybe take your time. Maybe that's the answer. Yeah. 
again, we don't really know many details, so we're just <laughs> we're just reaching right now. Anonymous, but if you wanted to email us or DM us um, yes. with some more details, I will say though that is the again. <laughs> cutest how you guys meet yeah, story. It is like, very adorable. Oh my gosh, freaking made a pact when we were thirteen. Dude, if so that worked cute. out, I would just tell everyone I came across. Yeah, this is my husband. We like made yeah. a pact and we No, did it's it. so cute. I mean at this rate, me and Ash, our story is gonna be like, oh, there was a worldwide pandemic <laughs> and we got lonely, so we went on a dating app <laughs> and we met. And then it blossomed into something beautiful. But <laughs> that's that's the rate we're going right now. Yeah. So um good luck with everything. Um, I really hope you have that conversation with your parents. I think that's going to yeah. be a game changer. Um, yes, and yes. yeah, excited for you. This was a great episode. I'm, I feel, I feel uplifted. I, do I feel too. encouraged. I feel like they feel encouraged. I think we did a good job. I mean, we did. <laughs> Love Anyways, the confidence. Uh, <laughs> going to end with a dad joke. Mm-hmm. Taryn loves ending our episodes with dad jokes. I know. I just, I just love the humor, you know? It's not it's for everyone, as we've learned, but it's fine. Okay. Um, I wrote a song about a tortilla. Well, it's actually more of a rap. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. W-R. Yep. I got it. I was there. That was good. <laughs> that was a good one. Terminator. Well done. Thanks. That's I why you did it on the break. You were trying to find it. I was, but then I messed up because I was looking for the laughing one and that was the clapping. So <laughs> anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you've stuck around this long, that means you're, you're the real MVPs. The real. You're the diehards. And we have a little message for you. If oh, you do. have a story in your life that you want advice on, that mm-hmm. you just want to share, that's funny or that's serious or that's sad, or that's just been on your heart lately, or you need to talk to someone, this is your time. Send it to us. Yes. We want to hear it. The audience wants to hear it. Um, this is beneficial for everyone involved. So this is your time. No, but let's I'm calling like, you out. Let's give like a real secret message. Oh, okay. If you're listening, oh, go to our Instagram. Uh huh. And the the <laughs> I'm together. trying to be like creative, but I also am like tired. Okay, go to our Instagram and the post that we posted for today's episode. Uh huh. Comment. A pineapple. And everyone will be like, what's going on with yes. the pineapples? Ooh. And we'll be like, we see you. <laughs> and we'll know and who we you are. Appreciate you. Uh-huh. Love that. That's it. Until then. <laughs> Until then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. We'll we talk to you guys, guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.